I actually don't think hangry is, should be a real thing anymore. Um, because I used to say that all the time. And I think that was the sugar talking because I'm not saying it's not a real thing, but I think we should all try and strive to get away from that feeling. Hello everyone. And welcome to the stronger, healthier, happier podcast. We are very excited to have you with us and thrilled to have the opportunity to improve together. We believe that by paying close attention to our mindset, movement, sleep, stress, nutrition, and network, that we can create the life we were intended to live. Here is to a stronger, healthier, happier you. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Stronger, Healthier, Happier podcast. We are on episode 29 and I think we're kind of back on track again. Yeah, we are ahead of schedule, which is unheard of. Uh, it's a pretty exciting week. This is like the second podcast in seven days. So, booyah. Yes, and we are back with the fourth installment of Coach's Conversations. Am I correct there? Yes. We went from Big Tuna to Ronamal to Coach Kinsley, and now we are on Coach Kelsey. Kelsey Jordan, welcome to the podcast. Hi, everybody. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I think everybody's first podcast experience is a little bit nerve-wracking because our first one... Wrecking? Racking? We talk about this all the time. Nerve-wracking. It's not... There's no way it's nerve-wracking. It's definitely nerve-wracking. Right. Somebody look that up and then yeah. you could text Jen. I don't know what racking your nerves really is though. But <laughs> yeah. Wrecking your nerves would make sense. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yes. Yeah. Definitely nerve-wracking. Um, if Flashback to episode one. It was so nerve-wracking <laughs> or wracking. <laughs> We just deleted it and then uh, came back at it. So we're, this is our 29th one. We're not pros, but um, yeah, we're getting I think used to it. Initially, um, I think we actually had trouble like looking each other in the eye sitting across the table, even though we are married and talk all the time <laughs> with the microphone. It, it, for some reason, it just feels Got awkward. Yeah. Well, it's because we're talking to each other. But we're also very aware that we are getting recorded and talking to people who have not yet listened to what's happening, <laughs> which is a weird dynamic. It's but very weird. All right. We're telling the future here. But we're back. Yes. This is Kelsey's uh, first podcast. We um, we hired Kelsey. Kelsey started coaching with us when? Uh, back in early September, I think. So yeah. we're about September nine months 14. in here, something yeah. like that. Just September 2020? Yeah. We haven't yeah. even made a year yet. No, not even. Whoa, crazy. I feel like Kelsey's been with us for like multiple <laughs> years. Um, yeah, all of our coaches are amazing in their own way. Kelsey was extra amazing because it's the first time we've had anybody work with us for us um, for kind of like more than a few hours per week. So Kelsey has taken on um, a bigger responsibility at our gym and has kind of lightened the load off her shoulder. So I feel like... Ever since Kelsey has come on board, we've been able to breathe. So thank you, Kelsey. Yes. And then is also a nutrition coach, which has been awesome. Um, but Kelsey is leaving us. Yes. Yes. And Kelsey, where are you going? I will be going to the big, bad United States of America. Uh, <laughs> I'm leaving at the end of August to go down to chiropractic school in Minneapolis. That is awesome, but <laughs> sad. also sad yes. at the same time. How old are you, Kelsey? Uh, 21. I should know that, but Kelsey's 21. 
So she's young and still has dreams and ambitions. <laughs> so we can't like pin her down yet Things and to make do, her places to see. Yeah. Um, and it's a four year program. Uh, three and a bit. Okay. Yeah. Cause you guys go remind me right through the, is it right through the summers mm-hmm. or. Yeah. So it's like three months on a couple of weeks off. So I'll be okay. back and forth quite a bit. Yeah. Right. So Kelsey will go and do some big things and then I think she'll be back one day and we'll work out some sort of Cairo slash nutrition slash um, (laughs) coaching schedule. I'll be waiting on my nice new office in the gym at some point. Yeah. yeah. What do we want to chat about today? Well, we just finished, well, I've been done the workout now for a few hours, but Kelsey just finished it. And on Fridays we've been attacking these, well, Zach named them the fire breather series. And we've been attacking these workouts and they are one of my personal weaknesses, I would say. So I've been quite enjoying the Friday workouts to get out of the comfort zone. But Zach, what are these workouts all about? Or what's the series all about? Yeah, actually it started, it was just a random workout that we did a few Fridays ago. And it was, you guys can help me out here. It was 30 kettlebell swings. Yeah. And then a 20 slash 15 calorie row. 10 rower hopping burpees then back to the 20 slash 15 calorie row back to 30 kettlebell swings so really fast and we kind of said let's try to go sub five in this workout so it was like an all-out um soul wrecker yes soul destroyer um workout and it was actually just a lot of fun to see people push to like a new level of intensity um, to get people to whether it was sub five or sub six or sub seven, but just, I think they all, I think everybody in class got something extra out of that one because it pushed them to a new, um, a new red line. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think we always get used to like in a 12 <clears throat> or 15 or whatever minute AMRAP or even just for time, you kind of get used to where you think your red line is and kind of staying, staying back from it and pacing it out. And you're still working really hard, but you obviously have to pace quite a bit when you have that long to to work out for so these ones are quite a bit different you shouldn't leave things yeah leave and then actually the, yeah, definitely um, I think the idea was then because because Kelsey said after that one you should make that one a benchmark and I said oh good idea Maybe so I it kind shall. of that was the we called that <laughs> which one I'm the, now regretting actually <laughs> <laughs> that was test one of the fire breather series we did one last week uh, I think today was the hardest one yet. Uh, what's your heart rate at right now? Well, I finished an hour ago and my heart rate is still at 120. <laughs> so if that tells you anything. <laughs> Kelsey is still recovering. Um, I think it's important to note that we don't, um, like I would call that a 10 out of 10 intensity level. And I think we, like we do those workouts once a week, even once every couple weeks is probably plenty as far as like, also call it full, full send workouts. I think mm-hmm. the cool kids still say full send. Oh yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Um, that is a full send workout. Just everything is left uh, on the floor in that one. So it, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, but today's was, I think today's was the toughest so far. It was three rounds for time, uh, 15 slash 10 calorie assault bike, 12 power snatches at 75.55, and then nine bar hopping burpees. Um, there was an RX plus option that went power snatches at 95.65. I think the sub five goal on that one, I think you are, if you can go sub five with the 95.65, uh, you're definitely elite level. That um, one goes out to you, Matt Fraser, if you're listening. Yes. Yeah. Any games athletes or close to games level, um, give that one a shot. Three rounds for time, uh, 15 slash 10 calorie assault bike, 
12 power snatch that 95 65 and then nine bar hopping burpees um i gave it everything i had today i don't think i've worked that hard in a long long time <laughs> and i was 520 so i think um i think there's some people around that could could go sub five on that one yeah i think they're good too because they well it just takes you out of your typical comfort zone of pacing but also just mentally when you're working that hard and you're only on your second of three rounds like there was some mental battling going on Mm -hmm. to pick up the barbell and then keep it in my hands and then move my body like every time you burpee it's like i'm on the ground i'll just stay here no get up okay i'm on there i'm just stay here for a second no no i gotta get up and like i mean then the assault bike like you're watching the rpms thinking kate higher like they need to be higher they need to be higher so it's yeah it's a fun mental battle versus a well and it's also really good for afterwards too like zach said before my workout he's like i feel really good about 15 minutes after that workout and i same thing so I told Jen about halfway through that workout, I was like, no way, no way I'm getting this done. No <laughs> chance. I'm stopping. Um, but now I'm done and I'm very proud of myself no matter what the time was. Like those are the ones that you can definitely feel good about yourself. For. Absolutely. I think, yeah. And I think in those ones where we battle extra hard, we end up extra proud of ourselves yeah. after we're done. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was, yeah, those have been fun lately. Um, also, a common Ben Bergeron quote is intensity is the shortcut to results. So it's also fun to like feel a new intensity because yeah, it just, it just takes, um, it takes a lot of effort and it takes a lot of mental strength to like push that hard. So Mm -hmm. I I think people are growing from those workouts and they're only like, I mean, it's fun to push hard for 20, but sometimes it's fun to push hard for like six minutes too. Yeah. Um, and it, it actually it's feels different. without a lot of high, totally yeah. super high skill too. Yeah. And yeah. if you've never, um, if you've never competed in a CrossFit event, when I do those workouts, it reminds me of regionals. It reminds me of like Dakota games where you got these high level athletes around you and you're basically pushing. It's just, you know, it's not a regular training day. You do these workouts and um, sometimes when you're in training, you're like, wow, like I'm working hard. And sometimes we get on the floor with other good athletes. Like you're like, whoa, like it's just next level of, um, people take these 10 minute workouts and then all of a sudden they're finishing at seven. Then you're like, whoa, like it's a bit of a wake up call. So I find if you've never competed before, like if you hit a fire breather series workout and full send it, that's kind of what a CrossFit competition is like. Yeah. Times multiple events and Mm -hmm. different time domains. But it's like, um, it's You're hitting re- that red line. Yes, like it's really bringing time. your best effort every time. So Well, and sometimes it's like really good to get a little bit amped up or a little bit nervous before a workout or before anything because there's going to be times in life when you're stressed before a work meeting or whatever you're going into and you got to know how to deal with that and be able to per- perform under pressure, you know what I mean? Yes, turning those butterflies yeah. um, into like adrenaline, adrenaline yeah. into results and then realizing that no matter how hard it was or how many butterflies we had, um, and I know it seems silly, it's just a workout the butterflies are real mm-hmm. yeah. and then we get through it and we're like, Hey, we did it. It's not too and bad. And I think, I think that little bit of adversity or stress yes. always makes us better. We yeah. are training for life. Like yeah. we're, and it's been fun to watch. Um, like some people are really great at different skills. Everyone has things that they're good at and days that they have to work really hard at different skills, but it's fun, been fun. Cause there's been a few people really pop up that are just very, very talented at these short, fast, workouts grinders, that, yeah. that like their body can handle that um yeah that stress that intensity for a short period of time so yeah. it's, it's kind of been fun to see that too yeah mm-hmm. and so far shout out to Cole Merkin yeah. 
He was the closest one yet. Um, he got 513. And some serious Fran Lung. To Dusted it, it. yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had a little bit of a raspy <laughs> voice after. So uh, 513 is at, at the RX weight <laughs> yeah. um, of 75 or 55. That's the closest we've seen yet yeah. to that sub five mark. Um, yes. Yeah, so it would be, if anybody out there tackles it, whether you're sub five or sub 12, or eight or 12, yeah. text me, text me and let me know how it goes. Cause yeah. that was, it's pretty deadly today. Um, any more updates or anything you want to chat about before we get into the, the meat and potatoes here? I don't think so. We, I mean, we just gave, well, I'd like to send a shout out to one of our members. I won't even, I won't say who it is, but so on the last, la- last podcast, um, we had like shared some really positive news that we had gotten pregnant naturally but then in about 10 seconds following that I said that we had miscarried (laughs) and this wonderful wonderful member listened to the podcast and so she texted and said oh my gosh you guys congratulations this is so amazing which means that she literally texted as she was listening did not even hesitate 10 seconds to to send us a congratulation and to send us love um, and then unfortunately she continued listening and then sent uh, a bunch of texts apologizing, <laughs> oh. but I said, no, like this has been the most wonderful thing. You didn't hesitate. You, what is, what do we call it? You compliment without hesitation. Compliment without hesitation. Celebra- celebrate without hesitation. Yeah. And I said, thank you so much. Like that, it just warmed my heart <laughs> that she, so didn't much. hesitate yeah. more than 10 seconds to send a message. Yeah. yeah. And it's just a funny story freaking because awesome. we also share, we share everything and expect, <clears throat> we expect our friends, not expect, but our friends mm, are happy when it's going good. And our friends are also, I, I think, supportive when it's not going so well. So I, I think, um, I mean, that's just how we've been. So I, I find that story, if you're listening to this, um, you know which I'm you sure you are because yeah. you listened to the last one. It, to us, it's a hilarious story. I'm yeah. assuming in the moment she felt extremely horrible to say congratulations. And then 10 seconds later was, oh, no. Oh, no. I just listened to more of it. But it's actually pretty funny. Yeah, it was um, awesome. It is good. Yeah. It's a good lesson for everyday life. Like yeah. Compliment and celebrate without hesitation. Yeah, and then just be there for people as well. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Everyone's different. I think we have found over the years, it seems like the more we share, um, not that that situation was something to laugh about, but this text was something to laugh about. I, I think it's, it's okay. And I, I, f- I feel like it, us sharing everything and also dealing with all this other stuff that comes with it has helped yeah. us, uh, stay Just process grounded. it. And yes, exactly. Yeah. Good um, there. Good there. Okay. So, um, the topic today for our coaches conversations is mindful eating. Um, we're huge on, we, our last podcast was all in mindset. We're, we're definitely huge on um, mindset. We're definitely huge on um, being resilient, being mentally tough, kind of whatever you want to call it. And I also think that trickles into um, basically just being in touch with your body, being in tune with your body, recognizing emotions, not becoming so like... Um, uh, thick skinned or mentally tough that you don't feel emotions. It's just the ability to be in tune with your body and be like truly, truly connected to, um, yeah, how you feel. And we're going to take that topic and kind of trickle it into nutrition today. Um, Kelsey and I are currently running rocked nutrition. Um, 
we're coaches with Rock Nutrition. Shout out to us if you ever want to. <laughs> um, this is an advertisement. Yeah, we, don't, yeah, we don't have ads on here because we're not popular enough. So this is our own <laughs> ad. But um, if you're ever looking for nutrition help um, or just a nutrition chat, you can book a free consultation with Kelsey Jordan or me, Zach McMillan. Uh, you head to our website, rockcommunityfitness.com, and you can book your free intro. Uh, there's no pressure to sign up. We just want to chat. Um, so we're kind of linking, yeah, mindful eating to our nutrition program. The idea with mindful eating guys is that um, there's a lot of like tips and tricks and tools that we can use to get our nutrition on track. I think we're all big believers in things that are going to, that we can use for the rest of our life. Um, and I think the best tool we can probably use is mindful eating, being in tune with how we're feeling, are we truly hungry or are we thirsty? Are we, have we eaten too much? Do we need more? Um, basically lots of little tips and tricks so that we can self-monitor our own nutrition. Do you guys agree with kind of how yeah. I described that? Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think, um, I was listening to a podcast on this and I'm trying to remember, uh, yikes, I'll have to drop this one in later perhaps, but, um, the podcast was, was, was kind of about uh, a topic that we're going to discuss here in a bit that it's, it's been very tough to eat mindfully or to be truly in tune with, with how our body is feeling because of all the modern day, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, garbage that's in our lives. Distractions. Right. Yes, Busyness. distractions, yeah. 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 Um, some of them being um, perhaps technology, uh, the busyness of our lives. Uh, another big one being processed foods. Processed foods is a, is a big one because it's hard for our body to be in tune with things when we're eating um, foods that are, uh, what do they call it, um, like ultra high caloric foods, meaning uh, foods that are not found in nature, perhaps like Cheetos that are made in factories. Just these food scientists have like, they ha they've come up with foods that um, are we, extremely yeah. desirable. Mm -hmm. And like just so easy to overeat. Um, and we we're just talking about this before, but like it's the reason why we can pound 1500 calories of ice cream or Oreo cookies, but to eat 1500 calories of apples is like near to impossible. impossible. So even if you think, oh, Zach's a bit crazy here, this seems like a conspiracy theory, like it's not because um, we're. Well, it's, it's their job to get you to eat the whole bag yes. so that you buy yeah, more. So There's literally that. food scientists yeah. that are designing stuff with particular to target flavors your weaknesses. And, yes. like they are yes. trying to get you yes. to eat more. Yeah. They are so um, palatable. That might be the, the fanciest word I've used on this podcast. Oof. But basically, so addicting and desirable that you eat more and then you buy more, and that's how. Um, it's how they get you. It's how they get you and how they make money. Not saying don't eat them, but I'm saying the more we eat foods that are like throwing us way off, it, it is hard to eat mindfully. So um, it's hard to be in tune with how you actually feel when your brain's kind of playing games with yes. wanting more Cheetos. Perfect. And it's when maybe it, not. It doesn't really need any it more Cheetos. It doesn't need more Cheetos. Yeah. <laughs> and your body's probably nutrient deprived, but definitely yes. has enough calories. <laughs> Perfect. I think that was a good preface. Yes. Sure. Um, so mindfully eating guys, we, yeah, um, we're going to do, a, I think our next nutrition seminar that we're going to run, um, is on mindful eating. We're going to get into a bit more. May 16th, everyone, 7 PM. 
May yeah. Sunday, May 16th, 7 p.m. I think we're doing it. Are we just doing it straight virtual? Yeah. Straight I'm virtual straight just virtual, so that you can yeah. um, you can sit on your couch, grab a bag of Cheetos, and then just <laughs> tune in. No, just kidding. <laughs> grab an apple or some strawberries or something. Um, but uh, yeah, I think virtual is not my favorite. I like talking in person, but there's a lot of stuff going on right, right now mm-hmm. with yeah. code red or black or whatever, whatever we're, new color we're in now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're going virtual on Sunday, May 16th. The sign up will be on our website very shortly, but um, yeah, let's get into our topic today. I'm going to introduce a topic. Um, Kelsey and Jen are going to run with it. Um, we're going triple threat here. Triple right? threat style. Yeah. yeah. So we've got three topics they're going to chat about today. They're all going to fall under the nutrition factor of the super sex and all under the umbrella of mindful eating. Um, so here we go. Number one is let's chat about the hunger scale. Go for it, Kels. Uh, honestly, something that Zach and I have been learning a lot about in our nutrition um, program that we've been running and working with and stuff is this intuitive eating hunger fullness scale. Um, so it's basically just a scale that lets you know kind of when you're 80% full, if you're satisfied, if you're a little bit too full, um, that kind of thing. Um, What's kind of the range you want to be in there? Yeah. Um, so like we're calling one, one is hangry. One, like, one is hangry. Like you've just, you've gone way too long without eating. Um, yeah. You're ready to like run someone off the road because you're just so hungry. And 10 is being Christmas dinner and you had three so helpings and you got to loosen. Sick. Right. So full yeah. you feel sick and you got to like loosen your your belt loop. Yeah, so it's like where turkey do we, food coma action. Turkey food coma. Uh, <laughs> where do we typically want to be? Uh, ideally, we want to be in the seven to pushing eight a little bit, but about seven is exactly where we want to be full and satisfied. And then what about on the hunger side? Like meaning you actually can allow yourself to, like in between your meals, your oh, body okay. should dip down to get hungry again. I think a lot of us, like I... Um, would that be, yeah, three. Mm-hmm. So, so again, we we're looking for that range throughout the day of being hungry and then eating and feeling satisfied. And I think, I mean, I used to work, um, in an office and I don't think my hunger had anything to do with it. It was just, I'd been in my computer for two hours or two and a half hours or whatever it was. And it just seemed like that was a good time to get a snack because I needed to break up the afternoon. Um, so I think it's, it's trying to get away from those times of the day or typical, you know, I go downstairs, I grab something and really trying to relate it back to how do I feel right now? And I think, you know, Kelsey, you just said something great, or maybe it was from Zach too. But if you, you know, it's seven o'clock, this is always the time in our house where, you know, it's like, oh, we might go watch TV for a bit. Oh, maybe I should grab something. And basically if you don't feel like eating an apple, like you're probably not that hungry. Yeah, perhaps you're, you're sitting at a five or a six or a seven. Yeah. yeah. So then if you can really self-evaluate, like if I'm, if I'm at a six out of 10, like you said, I'm probably okay. Yeah. Um, and I also think it's important to, right, like we're, when we're hungry, let's, let's call like normal, normal hunger, we're, we're, let's just say we're like a three or a four. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this is, a, this is a self-check, so it's probably not perfect system but mm-hmm. you can make it perfect i think if you work on it long enough when we dip down to a three or four yeah it's time to eat you, you need to evaluate am i truly hungry yes i, I feel like a three out of four out, three or four out of ten um hungry so i'm going to eat something and we want to eat enough to get us to 
seven or eight. Mm -hmm. We don't want to, right? And this is what we want to talk about. Well, this is what I want to talk about next is that when it's time to eat, it's time to eat. Sometimes people will come to their lunch or supper and a, a, a problem can be eating till we're a 10 out of 10. But another problem can be like, hey, I'm trying to be healthy. I'll have this like this kind of this small meal and then we a went from a side salad and a chicken breast. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 you know, a chicken breast and lettuce is that's not a full meal, right? We've talked about plate method a lot. Um, if you don't know about plate method, you should be following us. I think we've been driving plate method home that if I'm a three, I need to, I need to eat till I'm a seven out of 10. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to eat, not a five. Right. And sometimes people are trying to be healthy by having this, um, perhaps a plate method meal or like, oh, I'll have uh, some, some chicken and like a little bit of veggies, but it's too small and they're not, they're going from a three um, up to a five and then they're going to be back down to a three or a two or a one a couple hours later. Exactly. So it, it really is monitoring, okay, am I hungry? Yes. I'm a three or I'm a four. You're allowed to be hungry. Yes. yes. And then you're allowed to eat. Let's get it, get it back up to eat. You know, eat a good meal till you're seven out of 10 yes, again. Yes, and you definitely should not be hungry within an hour of eating supper. Like you should not need a snack right before bed if you are properly mm -hmm. filling yourself up and eating the plate method and getting the good stuff in, you know? Exactly, getting back to that seven or eight yes. um, out of 10. Um, another thing I'd, uh, on that one I want to touch on is the, um, sometimes when we wake up in the morning or we're busy at work or after we work out, a common thing we hear is like, oh, like I, I'm just not hungry. And... If you're not hungry, you know, I guess you're evaluating that you're not hungry. So you're going to, you're going to skip that meal perhaps and not eat. But what happens is sometimes people will be so busy with whatever life they worked out, um, work and they'll, they'll skip a meal. They'll skip breakfast or lunch. But what happens then you have to be aware of, you can't get down to a one or a two then some, at some point during mm -hmm. the day. So if I'm not hungry this moment, Okay, maybe I won't eat lunch right at noon, but I'll probably need to eat lunch at 12.30 or 1, right? Otherwise, if I wait till 2 or 3, it's the mid-afternoon. Um, maybe we're getting tired from our work day or, or stressed. I mean, all of a sudden, then we're at a 1 before we know it. Then you're likely to overeat. Yes. Or you're going to grab something quick and easy or process because you need something in your body right away. You don't have time to, to prepare, you know? Yeah. Good there? Yeah, sure. um, I think just a little side note on that scale is that I actually don't think hangry is, should be a real thing anymore um, because I used to say that all the time and I think that was the sugar talking because mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's not a real thing, but I think we should all try and strive to get away from that feeling because often if you do ingest... Um, like a lot of sugar or I mean for me foods, it, yeah. it literally could have been my used to be my double doubles or my coffee with cream and added sugar uh, creamer and sweet creamer and added sugar so I'm not even talking about you need two donuts to make this happen but even just that that hit of sugar in the morning at 10 then I start to feel I would start to feel yeah like it that is how you describe it it's kind of hangry it's a bit lightheaded, you mm -hmm. kind of need something right away. Your but realistically, drops, I, yeah, yeah you, those symptoms are from your blood sugar dropping and your body saying, hey, feed me, feed me. I need to get my blood sugar back mm -hmm. up. And that is a very vicious cycle to be in because I think that's what Zach was talking about with these, you know, different processed foods or the amount of sugar that you're consuming is that it messes with 
your actual hunger cues because I'm kind of here to report now that I can be hungry. I can be at, okay, you know, I'm, I'm at a three, but I'm not any more grumpy and I'm not going to flip someone off if they cut (laughs) me off and I'm not any, I I could still work out if I needed. Um, And then I'm going to go down to a two. And again, I'm not going to run someone over with my grocery cart. It's just being hungry, Mm -hmm. just hungry. It's, it doesn't have all these other associated like lightheaded. Symptoms, it's almost yeah. a, it's almost a headache. It's kind of a frantic feeling. Um, yeah, heart heart like your heart will start racing because you're getting hungry and all of a sudden you're thinking yeah. of all these bad foods you're gonna eat. Like that, yeah. totally. those are some serious yeah. um, messed up cues. That that's what happens with processed food and sugar. So yeah. well, exactly. And I was actually just gonna add on to that is with the same thing with this hungerfulness scale is often we have to relearn these cues. Like these cues can easily get lost in translation with the sugar and with the processed food, stuff like that. Sometimes it takes a little while to flush your body out and relearn when you're actually hungry. Like your body might be telling you, I need sugar, I need food, but you really don't. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like if you just ate, then yeah. realistically, yes. you, you do probably need to don't. Yeah. yeah. I think that's my favorite point so far. Because yeah. I... I that's a bonus point. I feel point. like it's society just threat. accepts yeah, yeah. We, we've, totally. we've normalized hangry and almost made it like this comical thing. Yeah. Um, but I think I think hangriness is um, dangerous. So um, like that shouldn't even be in the scale. So yeah. I would like to go back and say number one is just starving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just um, not but an we option. we should not be hangry. And between what Jen said about hangry or what Kelsey said about um, like we get out of touch with yeah, it's going to take some work. It's going to take some relearning. And I think, um, and I will agree cause I've, I've been hangry years in the past. Mm-hmm. Hangry, um, is a sign that you are consuming too much processed foods and too much sugar. And it's a bad feeling. And the light at the end of the tunnel is when we slowly get away from those foods and those bad habits and we start, focusing on plate method for meals and eliminating the processed foods and replacing it with whole foods, fruits and vegetables. Um, that is the ticket to this mindful eating and, and the hunger scale. Yeah, exactly. And I think if you, if you want to see how easy that happens, like we're not even talking about people again, snacking on donuts four or five times a day. If you eat plate method and you eat pretty clean and you have ice cream one night, I can bet you, a hundred percent that the next night around the same time your body's going to say oh that ice cream was so good last night we should have dessert. more ice cream yeah that is totally normal that is your brain reliving that the spike that it got the night before and telling you hey this is what you did yesterday we should do that again today exactly. like it's, it's like it's the sugar it's, it, the day the after is talking. always the worst day yeah. Yeah. three or four days in you're like okay like i'm, I'm good i'm good again well, but it's it is that easy i just told you this morning jen i was like well how about like and you miss your coffee for an hour and i like i get a headache and it's not good like i i know my body needs that caffeine which I don't want to be reliant on caffeine, but it's the same thing with sugar. People get reliant on it and you yeah. get symptoms from it. Yeah. So we can, yeah. I mean, we can really listen to the good, good cues and we can learn from those bad cues. Definitely. Um, all right. Great, great talk guys. Let's go on to number two. S- number two is slow down and enjoy the meal. Yeah. I think this is a big one. I <laughs> said to Zach the other day, we both, we well, we kind of challenge each other to try and take as long as Paxton to eat a meal because it's, it's like very, well, it's awesome, but I'm saying usually we're, we're kind of sitting with our plates empty and she's like still just Picking chatting away, away yeah. and eating and, um, like it was a, 
it was very hard for me to try and control how much I was eating. And I think one of the things was the non double and triple shoveling. And I don't think I realized how much I do that. Meaning you put a bite in your mouth and you're already loading another bite before you've actually even swallowed the bite in your mouth. And you've delivered, you deliver the next bite to your mouth and then you deliver a third one. Yeah. You keep delivering it, but, but the factory still it's not going anywhere. is working. So, yeah. um, yeah, that was a fun one to notice. I wonder if like, I, I'm sure that's out there, but I, I feel like we discovered this double and triple shoveling. So basically what Jen is saying is load up your fork or spoon to a normal amount, put it in your mouth and chew it, but you don't need to shovel more in till that current mouthful has been chewed and swallowed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's honestly harder than it sounds. (laughs) Good for you if you're already doing that, because I can assure you there was a lot of good. Yeah, that's a good tip to um, to slow down the meal. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll put your fork down in between bites. The same thing. Yeah. Um, And another thing coming from the girl who just finished a science degree. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But truly, our bodies cannot physically process food when it's all hitting our stomach at the same time. And we eat in five or 10 minutes and we rush it all in there. Like we're not nearly getting the amount of nutrients or in our body is not absorbing the food how it should be. Um, so you need to, you need to slow down. Your body needs time. Your stomach needs time to process food and actually get the most out of it. Um, so yeah, prolong and your meals. Yeah. And, and like we all live busy lives. Um, and we were chatting before to like, we don't, we, it's really, it would be a pet peeve, I think, for all coaches everywhere when they try to give advice or tips and someone says, yeah, I can't do that. So before anyone ever thinks, oh, I can't do that, I'm too busy, just, just really let this stuff sink in and, and maybe it's one meal a week. You got you to gotta find one or two meals a week, maybe Sunday supper or Friday supper with your family and really... Yeah, just really try to slow it down and enjoy the experience. And I, I think that one also bleeds into the, the hunger scale as well. Mm-hmm. It's almost impossible to feel how full you are if you have crushed your plate in five minutes or less. So Yeah, you um, don't feel it till what, fifteen exactly. Yeah, I've been yeah. definitely oh, victim for that. Too. Yeah. So some awesome tips there again is um no double shoveling or triple shoveling, just kind of one bite at a time. And Kelsey said it quickly there. Um, put your utensil down after you bite and are chewing, um, you can't double shovel if you're not holding your fork or your spoon. Um, and I think for us, we've been kind of using the, we don't finish our food before Paxton. So we're eating at the, the speed of a two-year-old, which is difficult. You don't have to go too intense with this, but you could like keep an eye on the clock. Like, I mean, I think a 20 minute meal is totally doable. Yeah. We got to be careful that we're not eating a full plate of food in five minutes or less. So um, taking some breaks, putting your utensil down, and again, just being mindful of like, whoa, like, yes, I am a three or four on the hunger scale, but like, let's chill out, dude. We don't need to finish all this food in in four or five minutes. So number two, yeah, slow down. On the same note, this might be just a little bit off track, but you have to focus on how the food makes you feel during and after. So if you take note of your body and you don't feel great after a meal, then maybe that's because you ate too fast or it wasn't the best stuff for you. Um, this might be too much detail, but when I, before I actually started focusing on what I was eating and how much I was eating, I got bad heartburn all the time after meals. And that's because I was eating too fast or I was eating processed food or it just wasn't the best stuff for me. Um, and now that I've been focusing on, 
like hitting the plate method and getting my veggies and eating slowly like rarely maybe once every two weeks I'll get heartburn after a meal and I just didn't even realize that it wasn't that's another great bonus tip that hangry do not normalize hangry and do Do not not normalize normalize headaches (laughs) or heartburn um we've learned a long time ago like those that's your body almost yes. screaming for help. It's like, hey, like, listen to me. Something is going on yeah, and we need to work on this. I don't, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Exactly. I think people, we've normalized this stuff so much too long that like, oh, it's just heartburn. Like, yeah. just take this pill. When really it, it could be something like Kelsey said of eating too fast or eating the wrong foods um, or certain people don't react well to certain foods, but mm-hmm. those, those are cues. Those are signs that something is not going correct. Yeah, Listen to your body. Listen to your body. Yeah. We good on that one. Yeah. yeah. Number three is no distractions. Yeah. This is, uh, again, another big one. I think you just, for us, we got very used to eating. Like, I mean, I don't think we ever were really eating at the table. We were just, I mean, this is kind of pre-Paxton, but we were eating, just watching TV. I mean, we would eat breakfast watching TV on the couch. We would drink coffee watching TV. We would have the, co- I mean, whether we were really watching, it was just on. It was in the living room, and that's just kind of where we decided we would eat our meals. Yeah. And when we, we talk about this, when we know better, we do better. So mm-hmm. we are not here telling you guys we're perfect. We are telling you that we have improved over the years, but not so long ago. I would eat a lot of meals at the coffee table and watch the office. And again, it, it it was enjoyable and it became a habit. That's why I was doing it. But I realize now eating all your meals in front of a TV is just, it's just not going to be the great plan in, in, in the long run. Well, it's TV, it's being on your phone, it's having work at the table with you, it's, you know, being busy or distracted, all the same stuff. Yeah, and that's the thing. People are like, whoa, what's so wrong with, you know, eating pizza in front of the TV on a Friday night? And I think in general, we're saying it's, you are not super turned into your own body's cues while you're watching something on Mm -hmm. TV. So I think that's in general what this one is focusing on. But um, maybe it's the TV one time you know, and then all of a sudden it's the TV three times a day and it's the TV seven days a week. And so you're never really having those meals around a table focusing on your hunger and your body and how you feel and the meal that you've just cooked. Like, good job, you cooked a meal, you should enjoy it. Um, But then like Kelsey said, it's also that turns into, well, I'll just work through my lunch and I'll just study um, while I eat and I'll just do this and I'll just check my messages and all those things turn you off from what you're actually eating and how you're feeling um, and potentially are even introducing stress while you're eating which is a yes. big no-no. And another nerdy science tip for you is that when we're stressed or we're busy we're physically putting our body under physiological stress which means that we crave sugary foods first of all and second of all we don't make good choices when we're stressed and we're busy so you're either you're eating way more than you think or than you actually need to eat or you're making worse choices than you should be eating um and like you're just knowingly putting your body in stressful situations by being distracted when you're eating yes and our body you hopefully would have learned this more recently than Zach would have learned this because it's been quite a while, but um, our our bodies and minds, we're not able to distinguish between different types of stressors. So we have a fight or flight response to stress. And we've had this this response system for like hundreds of thousands of millions of years that when we're in danger, we go into fight or flight response. 
So whether we're being chased down by a lion or a saber-toothed tiger or a saber-toothed tiger, yep. Or we're having email work stress, our body handles it essentially the same way. So we are huge fans of disconnecting from stress, which also means disconnecting from technology and distractions. So I know, I hope some people are listening and be like, oh, I, I get it now. Some people will be listening, I, and I know because it's, it's a tough battle sometimes, but ah, it's, it's just TV or it's just email or it's just my phone. But even scrolling through social media, we see a post that kind of like makes us mad or makes us jealous. Like there's a stress response. So I know it seems silly, but you getting chased down by a saber toothed tiger (laughs) or getting really. Yeah. Getting a ping that you have a text. Yes. Your body is the same way. Ticked off from an email or stress from work stress um, or, or this silly social media post that you wish you never even saw. It's all the same thing. So um, we believe that while we're eating, it's just a chance to disconnect from all the distractions and enjoy the meal. And just, just it should be um, a very positive experience. We need to reconnect with our meals and reconnect with our food to be able to eat mindfully and kind of reap those benefits moving forward and and being in tune with our body's cues it's all it is all related Mm -hmm, as mm -hmm. much as people believe it's not yeah yeah and another thing just to kind of bring it back to the whole picture is like being sleep sleep deprived is the same thing as missing your cup of coffee in the morning you know what I mean um like your body is stressed when you don't have enough sleep and it is not able to like react properly and control your like sugar urges and stuff like that that's pretty good yeah. Okay, guys, we hope you we got anything to add or we want to wrap that one up. I think it just, yeah, I mean, there is just so much more to talk about on this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, hence the seminar and probably future episodes. But I think this just kind of scratches the surface on a few things that you can do a little bit better mm-hmm. to reconnect with your own body's cues. And like no one is perfect in this. And some of you guys might be thinking like, wow, I never do any of these things. Start with one meal a week, one meal yeah. a week, crush it one meal a week, and then it'll get easier and easier and easier. Yes. Go and that's what, you know, Kelsey said that before the podcast too, is that, um, let's just say you eat all your meals in front of a TV, pick one meal per week. Don't eat it in front of the TV and there's a win and be proud of that win. Don't be discouraged of all of the, the meals you do in, eat in front of the TV. Just be very proud and take the win of the one meal that you're going to not eat in front of the TV. And those small wins will add up over time. Um, but you got to start somewhere and yeah, I think if we just start being more mindful about these mindful eating tips, it's going to move us in the right direction and ultimately lead us to better eating habits, which I believe is going to make us stronger, healthier, and happier. Um, it just might take a bit of work. Sometimes people want that, that quick, you know, yeah, 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 okay. I I get the no TV thing, but like, you know, I, I want this meal plan or these quick fixes and I'm like, I personally believe in, in the long, you know, the, the long game, the long game. game. I, I believe yeah. the, I believe mindful eating is the long game and I actually believe it's the fix. I believe it's, um, it's all of these little things that we're perhaps doing incorrectly. That's leading people to overeat. Um, and again, like we, when was I in university? How long, how long ago was that? 
Yikes. Don't date yourself. I mean, take out my calculator. A while ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, I graduated in 2002, so it was like 2002 to 2008, I think. When I was three. It's <laughs> <laughs> so sad. <laughs> How did I get so old? Just kidding. I'm totally comfortable with my age, and I'm good with it. But when when I was in university, I'm saying just to show that we are also playing the long game. We I was not doing any of this stuff, okay? I was eating Costco-sized muffins as a snack. <laughs> Um, and you know, huge foot long subs before games, like just things that I would never do. So wherever you are in this journey, it's totally fine. And it's just small things and keep listening to the podcast, keep <laughs> finding people that, you know, are full of positivity and make some small changes. Like yeah, and this didn't happen overnight getting yeah. to this. Yeah, don't beat yourself are. up, but yeah. also you need to make some small changes. No better do better. If nothing changes, then nothing changes. So you yeah. do have to hone in on something and just own it and either say it to us or just say it to yourself about an area you need to work on and, and you can get to work on it. And I like to think one, two, three, four, five, ten years down the road, um, then you can pass on that stuff to somebody else. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just about growing and continuing to move forward. Um, anything you want to add, Kelsey? Um, last thing I would want to say is basically just pay attention to your body. Like no matter what, your body is always trying to do the best thing for you. Um, and it's often telling you what it needs and what it doesn't need. So just pay attention. Love it. Guys, pay attention to the hunger scale. Slow down and enjoy your meals and no distractions while you're eating. Uh, we think those three mindful eating tips can um, really help you. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks again, guys. That's episode 29 with Kelsey Jordan and Jen McMillan and yeah. um, alright guys take care and we will be back soon bye guys bye thanks for having me thank you everybody for listening to another episode we really appreciate your support and hope to have you back again soon we'd like to thank our sponsors Ted Good Music and the band Heat for allowing us to use their music until next time let's keep rewriting our story and redefining who we are Just-